Credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees, and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union. We belong to you. Some restrictions apply. It's time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ, and the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome indeed here to a Wednesday night edition of the Knock on Sports. Hope everyone's having a great Wednesday. A little chilly outside, obviously. I know that's pretty much not the first thing that comes to the mind of everyone, is obviously uh, if you've been listening to the 3 to 6 KGEZ 2020 news updates, or if you've just been paying attention to social media, you know what's been happening today. Now, let me just start this off with what happened today should have never happened. It cannot be condoned. Uh, Every one of those people should be arrested. Let's just start off there. doesn't matter what political side of the spectrum you are on. That cannot be accepted. That cannot be a way to get things done and try and voice uh, your disgruntlements and your anger. Uh, It cannot lead to violence, first off. So let's start there. Uh, second of all, uh, yet earlier this morning, I, I kind of brought up and I, it was interesting the way I was uh, rebuttaled. Um, but at the same time, too, I think, you know, I questioned the media and I had a response to me. Apparently, you know, I can't if I question the media, that's an attack on the media. Uh, I, I am the media in a way. And so I kind of look at it and I go, no, the media is not too big to be questioned. The media needs to be questioned. Everything needs to be questioned, especially in these times. And so I don't understand why questioning the media seems to be an attack on it. I don't believe that whatsoever. I believe the media is needed. But again, I, you know, I was sharing this comment with a few people earlier today, f- trying to find more unbiased uh, media, finding more unbiased journalism, not editorials, things of that nature. That is what we need more of in this day and age. Now, again, I'm not going to sit here and spend too much uh, time, uh, you know, lecturing going on about those types of things, but I will say this, um, what I hope for going forward, because obviously today is going to be a day that's remembered. What I hope for going forward is that we completely need a change in leadership, not from the president, not from congressmen or senators, but complete change in the way our parties lead and the way our uh, parties decide on how things are done and how they handle disagreements and how they handle uh, dealing with each other. Because this is the fruit of what we have seen for the last several decades between Democrats and Republicans. The anger, the angst, treating each other as one's enemy. I don't see it ending anytime soon, but we really do. If we really want to speak to unity as a word that keeps popping up, then I think we really need to change the leadership of both parties and the way we handle the business. Instead of looking at trying to force down an agenda on one side of America, perhaps that we need to look at the best way to bring together the ideas because essentially all we're talking about in difference between the two parties is ideologies. What if we actually had two parties working in a point to where, yes, they may have different ideologies on how to get things done and how to try to create a result, but at the same time willing to work with each other and those ideologies to try and create a bigger, better society? I truly believe that the best 
form of creating a better society is when two people who disagree about how that society should be run actually try and work together, not as enemies, but as uh, co-workers and people trying to make things better. When that day happens and when that day comes, I will surely uh, and, and fully embrace it. I don't know if it will come. Uh, maybe this is just a, a dream or a fantasy of mine that we ever see that kind of political discourse in our near future. Um, but that is something that definitely needs to happen and something that I would support 110% because what's been happening in our political society is downright egregious and downright scary, uh, to be quite honest. So I'm going to get off my soapbox about what happened. Obviously, the knock-on sports, we're here to try and get you talking about sports. Thinking about the fact that 24 hours from now, we are going to have high school basketball. We did have uh, some high school basketball games last week, or I'm sorry, last night as Great Falls uh, played Belgrade. And I got to say, Drew Wyman was off to a pretty good start. Uh, I think he had 18 points. Um by halftime last night as Great Falls uh, dispatched Belgrade in the season opener, and Great Falls looked as, as tough as a team that they're going to be out of the Eastern AA. I mean, Drew Wyman, Levi Torgerson, both guys were in double figures. So pretty impressive nights, pretty impressive showings by those uh, two gentlemen. And so I think I said, I think Gray Falls, they're a team that to me, um, I'll release my top, 20, or top five power rankings uh, on Monday of next week. But I definitely would put Great Falls in the top five teams uh, right now in Class AA basketball. We're gonna re- I'm gonna release my power rankings for the Western AA Conference because I- I'd like to release Eastern AA Conference power rankings, but I just really don't have somebody that that can that sees everybody that kind of has a grasp on every team, and so uh, I and I can't really speak to what the Eastern AA is because I just don't see any of those games, especially now that we're only playing a conference only schedule. So with that being said, the Western AA Conference power rankings on the boys' side, here they are. I have Big Sky at number 8, Helena at number 7, Capital at number 6, Flathead at number 5, Glacier at number 4, Butte at 3, Hellgate at 2, and Sentinel at 1. Those are my power rankings uh, for the Western AA side on the boys' side. Now, Obviously, uh, Helena fans may be a little disappointed in where I have them ranked. Again, this is just my preseason power rankings. When you're looking at these teams here, again, we haven't seen a game played by any of these Western AA Conference teams yet. I'm basing it off of, okay, what's on paper? What do we know about the rosters? Who's coming back that we know of? Again, when we talk about it, Capital and Helena, we're going to find out some names that are going to be guys that are going to be counted on throughout this season and even into the future seasons for this program. But right now, just in terms of the amount of returners that are coming back for some of these programs, you just have to put some teams ahead of a few others. Capital, they lost a ton from last year, a ton of scoring. Is Guy Onquist's team going to be a bad team this year? I don't think so. I think they're going to fight every everybody, and they're going to get some wins this season. All right, the Western AA Conference is going to be tough, so just because I have some teams at the uh, towards the bottom of this conference doesn't mean these are bad teams at all. Again, I look at Helena and I look at Capital. They lost a lot in the graduation what do they have coming back who are going to be those main scorers for them that's the biggest key when I got flatted ahead of capital here's the reason why they've got a ton of starters coming back you're talking about your starting point guard and Jocelyn Kripe you're talking about your number two and Hunter Hickey you're talking about Gabe Adams there uh, as well you've got Ethan uh, Vandenbosch who's played a ton of minutes on the varsity side as well so like I said they've got guys that are going to be with a ton of varsity experience back and they've got guys that you kind of know some of the parts uh, and what they're able to do Glacier again this is a good basketball team from last season 
Uh, the Western Price is one of the top scorers coming back. I think he's going to be one of the top five scorers uh, in uh, AA basketball as well. And they've got some good pieces coming back, too. So that's why I say I think Glacier uh, is going to be a very, very tough basketball team. Uh, Butte, again, a team that has a lot coming back. I mean, if Billy Kelly stays healthy and he's fully healthy, that makes it a very dangerous team because, again, just last year he was a guy that was already leading in assists. I mean, he was one of the top assist getters on average just with, I think, eight games to play because he was knocked out of injury, because of injury. And so I think Billy Kelly is going to be dangerous. Uh, Kale Stenson, Jake Olson, you talk about some of those guys. You got Blake Dracos, who's a great three point shooter as well. Butte's got a lot of pieces. They got in, they've got out, and they've got somebody that can run the floor as a general. That's why I think Butte's going to be a very tough uh, basketball team. Uh, Hellgate, listen, I'm going by program tradition here. This is a team that consistently, year in, year out, has been good. Uh, Jeff Hayes has got a good squad. Again, are they going to be as dominant as they were last year or as good as they've been in the past couple of years? I don't know, but I know this is going to be a basketball team that's not going to be an easy out. You're going to have to bring your A game when you play them, and uh, they're going to be a tough team to beat in the Western AA. Sentinel, when you talk about Alex Germer, Montana State commit, one of the top scorers coming back. Again, we kind of talked about this yesterday with Jason Mackey. Uh, you're, you're talking about two guys in t- uh, Tony Froelich Fair, Alex Germer, who are great basketball players and that can do a lot of things really, really well. You add Hayden Kolb, you add Soren Sivrud, TJ Roush, and, and uh, several other guys on that roster. This team looks, again, as a very dominant team. And preseason-wise, you got to think, okay, because Hellgate lost so much, this opens the door potentially for Sentinels, and that's why I have them ranked number one on the boys' side. Again, Big Sky, Helena, Capital, Flathead, Glacier, Butte, Hellgate, and Sentinel uh, going from number eight to number one, my top teams in my Western AA Conference preseason power rankings. On the girls' side... Capitals number one, easily. <laughs> Capital returns a ton. And, and when you talk about Gatorade Player of the Year, Paige Barch, there's no question about it. Uh, Hellgate comes in at number two with the uh, talent that they have. Obviously, Bailey Saylor, Addie Heafy, uh, Coville, along with everyone else with the Hellgate Lady Knights. They're going to be a tough basketball team. And, and this this power ranking could change because Capital plays Hellgate on Saturday. So we're going to get an early season matchup between the one and number two team. Should be really entertaining. Uh, Glacier and Sentinel round out the top four. I got Flathead, Butte, Helena, and Big Sky uh, as teams, uh, you know, rounding out the top eight. So again, Big Sky, uh, the number eight team. Helena, I've got at number seven. Butte at number six. Flathead number five. Sentinel number four. Glacier uh, number three. Hellgate number two. Capital number one. Now the reasons I have some of these teams the way I do. Helena lost a lot to graduation. They had a lot of seniors last year. Again, this is a young basketball team and. And there's no reason why some of these teams can't move up and down these power rankings. It's going to be based on week-to-week results. But when I look at it again, what do they have coming back? Helena has – we have to learn a lot about this Helena girls basketball team under Coach uh, Dudek, and we're going to learn a lot about them uh, here in these next couple of games. They get a tough test with uh, Hellgate uh, tomorrow night. Butte did a great job. They put up 70 points on Big Sky. Uh, Mackenzie Tutty, a great basketball player. Again, this team is a little undersized. So, again, is that going to be a hindrance to them? They can shoot the basketball, no question about it. Uh, so Butte's going to be tough. Like I said, when I, I look at the – again, just as I said with the boys, the Western AA Girls Conference is going to be extremely difficult. Like I said, I was talking about this yesterday. Where are the battles going to be? I really think it's between three and seven uh, in terms of you know where the order finishes. It could be any order. Uh, I think it's just that 
competitive between those teams. Again, Capital is, I think, the favorite. Hellgate, I think, is the favorite for number two and a challenger to Capital. They have beaten Capital before, but like I said, I, I think right now that would be the way I'd rank them. And I like what Flathead is coming back. I think under new coach Sam Tudor, I think with the experience that they have back, some of the promising young players that they have, I think there is some promise and potential for Flathead to make some steam uh, this season. And then, like I said, you're talking about uh, teams that have made the state tournament the past couple of years in Glacier, Sentinel. Uh, Flathead's going to take on Sentinel tomorrow night. Glacier will see them on Saturday. Uh, So, like I said, it's going to be very interesting. But that's where my preseason power rankings are at. And like I said, they could potentially change change uh, by this by coming uh, next Monday I'll have my new power rankings out on Monday uh, for uh, the Western AA conference and so like I said those are going to be uh, where I have them sitting right now like I said Big Sky 8 Helena 7 Butte 6 Flatted 5 Sentinel 4 Glacier 3 Hellgate 2 Capital 1 uh, tonight on the Knock On Sports and joining us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, the head coach of the Capital Lady Bruins, Bruins Katie garson Forbert, will join us. We'll get her thoughts on the roster for 2021 and how they look to finish the unfinished business from last season. We'll also chat with Sam Herter from Hero Sports as we discuss college football in the FCS. We're only a couple of weeks away from practices starting for the FCS season, and so we'll get Sam's thoughts on whether or not the season will actually go, how many teams are actually going to participate, and who we think are the top contenders for the national title. Also want to finish up here with our opening segment on the Knock On Sports. Uh, Jeff Choate, according to footballscoop.com, has uh, maybe potentially become the top contender for the Boise State job. I know uh, uh, folks like Ashley Washburn, Washburn, uh, John Miller, Paul Schwedelson, Colton Poole are all over the story right now. And as I said last week, I thought that Jeff Choate could potentially become the top candidate if Dallas was to have a good showing. They did have one towards the end of the season. Obviously not the results they wanted on Sunday against the Giants, but Kellen Moore looks like he's going to stay because Dallas is believing in him and what he's been able to do with that offense. So Kellen Moore doesn't look like he's interested in the job anymore. Well, now because of that, because Kellen Moore was their main guy, now it opens up to Jeff Choate. And again, as I said when this story broke that Jeff Choate could potentially interview for this job, The reason why I think Jeff Choate is a leading contender is because of the culture he created at Montana State. And again, you cannot uh, talk about that enough, about the type of culture you built at a program, because that is the keys to success. Recruiting, recruiting good players, and recruiting quality human beings as well. Uh, Jeff Choate's been able to do that at Montana State. Boise State's going to want to try and do the same thing. Maybe he's not a sexy name to Boise State fans, but again, you cannot overlook how important building a culture is and building a good one is uh, for a college football program. So it'll be really interesting to see. Again, I know Montana State fans don't want to see him go, and I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to see him to go either. He's done a great job at Montana State. Uh, if you're a Bobcats fan, you like the fact that he's 4-0 against the Grizz. You want to keep that uh, streak rolling. But, again, uh, it'll be something that's be really interesting to see develop over the course of the next couple of days because they do have uh, their AD in place now. So who will be the next head coach of the Boise State Broncos? That's going to be something I think we know by this time next week, I think, here on the Knock On Sports. So that'll do it for us. Coming up next on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, we talk more Class AA basketball with the head coach of Capital Lady Bruins Basketball, Katie Garson-Forba.